Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Exodus chapter 15. Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. Both horse and driver he has hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has hurled into the sea. The best of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The deep waters have covered them. They sank to the depths like a stone. Your right hand, Lord, was majestic in power. Your right hand, Lord, shattered the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you threw down those who opposed you. You unleashed your burning anger. It consumed them like stubble. By the blast of your nostrils, the waters piled up. The surging waters stood up like a wall. The deep waters congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy boasted, I will pursue. I will overtake them. I will divide the spoils. I will gorge myself on them. I will draw my sword, and my hand will destroy them. But you blew with your breath, and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who among the gods is like you, Lord? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glory, working wonders? You stretch out your right hand, and the earth swallows your enemies. In your unfailing love, you will lead the people who you have redeemed. In your strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. The nations will hear and tremble. Anguish will grip the people of Philistia. The chiefs of Edom will be terrified. The leaders of Moab will be seized with trembling. The people of Canaan will melt away. Terror and dread will fall on them. By the power of your arm, they will be as still as a stone until your people pass by, Lord, until the people you bought pass by. You will bring them in and plant them on the mountain of your inheritance, the place, Lord, you made for your dwelling, the sanctuary, Lord, your hands have established. The Lord reigns forever and ever. When Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and horsemen went into the sea, the Lord brought the waters of the sea back over them. But the Israelites walked through the sea on dry ground. Then Miriam the prophet, Aaron's sister, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women followed her with timbrels and dancing. Miriam sang to them, Sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. Both horse and driver he has hurled into the sea. Then Moses led Israel from the Red Sea, and they went to the desert of Shur. For three days they traveled in the desert without finding water. When they came to Merah, they could not drink its water because it was bitter. That's why the place is called Merah. So the people grumbled against Moses, saying, What are we to drink? Then Moses cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water, and the water became fit to drink. There the Lord issued a ruling and instruction for them and put them to the test. He said, If you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all of his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Then they came to Elam, where there were twelve springs and seventy palm trees, and they camped there near water.
So we read in verse 1, Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. Now this is the song of Moses. It's all about uh, Yahweh's victory. It's all about the greatness of Yahweh, their God, and the fact that he's delivered them from Egypt. And so I, I won't read all of the words, but there are some very interesting words, and I'll, I'll read some of the song. The first verse is, I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. Both horse and driver he's hurled into the sea. Now, you would expect that. And then verse 2, the Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. So Yahweh has become the savior of Israel, if you understand what I'm saying. He is their salvation. He's their savior. It goes on to say, he is my God. I will praise him. He's my father's God, and I will exalt him. Verse 3 says the Lord is a warrior. Some other versions say a man of war. Yahweh is his name. He's a man of war. And so the Lord himself had fought for Israel against Egypt and uh, is designated here a man of war. Over 300 times in the Old Testament, the Lord is referred to as the Lord of hosts or the Lord of armies. Um, And so this Lord of hosts, the host of Israel, the armies of Israel, the armies of heaven, the host of heaven. In verse 6, your right hand, Lord, was majestic in power. Your right hand, Lord, shattered the enemy. So two references to the Lord's right hand. As we move through the Old Testament, especially in Psalm 110, there are references to someone sitting on the Lord's right hand. In Psalm 110, this one seated on the Lord's right hand is referred to as David's Lord. So the Lord seated on the right hand of Yahweh is David's Lord. Well, this right hand position is alluded to over and over again in the New Testament as the place where Jesus sat and where Jesus sits to this day. So the Lord's right hand, uh, Jesus sits in that position. If you understand what I'm saying, from a Christian position, it was Jesus who shattered the enemy. It was Jesus who showed himself on behalf of Yahweh, majestic in power. In verse 11, who among the gods is like you, Lord? Who is like you? Majestic in holiness, awesome in glory and working wonders. And so these references magnifying the Lord. It continues on. It mentions in verse 16 that your people will pass by, Lord, until the people you bought pass by. And so Israel is referred to having been purchased by the Lord. The custom of purchasing a wife comes down to Israel through its um, recorded history in the Old Covenant. We'll talk more about that in the days ahead. But the people of Israel were bought with the bride price. The Lord God bought them. He purchased them out of their slavery and from their old masters. He purchased them for himself with his mighty axe. That was the price that was paid for the redemption of Israel. Moses' older sister Miriam um, apparently was a prophetess. In verse 20 we read, Then Miriam the prophet Aaron's sister took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women followed her with timbrels and dancing, and Miriam sang to them. And so she had a little song of her own. Uh, The only phrase that we have is, sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted, both horse and driver he is hurled into the sea. And so the celebration, of course, included the women of Israel as well, as led by uh, Miriam, the sister of Aaron and Moses. And then they come to this place, Merah, where the water was no good. It says the water was bitter. And the people grumbled against Moses, saying, what are we to drink? And so just a reminder that this grumbling and complaining 
by the children of Israel that came out of Egypt was going to become a huge, huge problem. In fact, ultimately, it's going to result in them wandering in the desert for 40 years, but more on that later. Here, the Lord makes provision for the bitter waters by showing Moses a piece of wood to throw into the water, and the water becomes drinkable. Uh, We assume it's a supernatural transition of the water. It was not a natural thing, but perhaps the wood itself had some kind of properties that made the waters drinkable. We're not told that, but uh, the obedience of Moses redeemed the water. In verse 26, the Lord said, if you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all of his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. And so the Lord is Israel's healer. Uh, I am the Lord who heals you. Now, just a quick word. God is indeed Israel's divine healer. God is indeed our divine healer. When he said, I am the Lord who heals you, the word heals is Rapha. And so this healing, the Lord who heals, he heals everything. He heals water that's not good. He heals lives that are broken. He heals uh, sickness. He heals land that is not fertile. This is a multifaceted Whatever is wrong, whatever has gone askew from the needs of the people and the will of God, he's the one who heals it. And so there's a New Testament word that is equivalent to this Old Testament Rapha in Hebrew. The Greek word in the New Testament, it's sozo. It's usually referred to as save instead of heal, but it's also translated as heals occasionally in the New Testament. And so the God who heals, he's the God of the Old Testament, the God of the New Testament. Lord, we thank you for the song of Moses. We thank you that you delivered Israel. We thank you that they celebrated it, both the men, the women, and we assume the children as well, the great celebration. Lord, we thank you that you are Israel's healer and you are our healer. I pray today, God, for anyone who's sick, that you indeed would rise up and be their healer as well today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.